Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Well, hello, hello, hello. Hello, I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad it's a long weekend. Yes, definitely. So, okay. Um, uh huh. So I'm I'm driving and I have my phone is like sticking through my car. So if if it's sounding, if this doesn't sound good, then let me know and I can plug in my earbuds. Okay. Oh, so far it it sounds fine. Just be safe. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> yeah, just be safe. Okay, but welcome you guys to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha and I. Um, recap the previous week of both the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful and this is uh, for the week of the 24th through the 28th interesting this week I mean look like for the bold and the beautiful they kind of went back and forth with the two storylines so it wasn't one storyline all week and then with the young and the restless, it was a mixture of different things, right? Yes, there were yep. several things going on on Y&R this week. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. So, um, again, welcome, guys. We appreciate your attendance and listening to um, our podcast every week. Uh, we really appreciate it. And especially those uh, that have been continuously coming back for now over a year, about a year and a half now. So we really appreciate it. Um, what we normally do, we do the Young and the Restless in the first half of the show. And then in the second half of the show, we do the commentary on the bold and the beautiful. And then we also do at the end of the show a segment called Flip the Script. So if there's a particular scene or storyline that you wish could be different, that's where we flip that script. And then, so let's get started and jump right into this. Um, I will say I do hear more background noise, so I don't know. I'll just give you a heads up. You do hear more now? You're louder. I can hear you great, I guess. Okay, that's fine. It sounds like it went down a little bit. Okay. Okay. So, for The Young and the Restless for this week, May 24th, we saw Summer postpone her wedding to Kyle. Sally offered to reveal Harrison's whereabouts if Ashlyn lured Summer out of town. Amanda learned that Richard had been searching for his child before his death. Adam appealed to Chelsea to lift a restraining order, and then the Hamilton Winters family did a tribute to Neil Winters. Yeah. Okay, so just like you said, we had multiple storylines this week. Which ones do you want to tackle first? Because, I mean, we had a little bit of what happened with uh, Mariah falling when she was out and about doing a run. We had um, the conversation with Chelsea. We had a little bit of Amanda. We had a little bit of Kyle and Summer and Sally and of course, you know, the whole thing with the Winters family. So which one you want to tackle first? Um, let's do Amanda's storyline. 
Okay, yeah. Things. Yeah, because that one was at the beginning of the week. Yeah, I think that was like Monday, Tuesday. That was yep. the last time we saw her when it, right. you know, as it relates to that storyline. Right, exactly. Okay. So, um, it was interesting how Naya and um, uh, Amani come in all smiles and happy and all of this, you know, and of course Amanda had found out from Victor that he wasn't actually fired for the company. He left to go looking for his, his kid. Yep. And, you know, of course the, um, you know, their family is like, oh yeah, you know, Newman fired him. It must have been something with Newman. They trust the whole thing about fudging numbers or something or secrets yeah. that was something like that and it come to find out it wasn't even about that yep. so what was your thoughts on that whole thing first of all the part where you know Amanda found out what she knew um, well I, I certainly wasn't expecting to hear that that's why um, mm-hmm. he had been communicating with Victor so I think I think I was just there was a Victor said, well, he came to me because he knew that I was adopted and he was looking, you know, searching for his kid that, he, you know, found out that he had. So mm-hmm. you clearly see on Amanda's face, like the shock that she has. And Victor right. noticed that that her demeanor changed when he told her that. So right. he now he knows that maybe there's something more to this than um, than what he originally thought as well as as it pertains to Amanda and the Sutton family. Exactly. Um, So the way that Naya and Imani reacted to her telling them that he was looking for for her and Hillary, basically, well, he didn't know that they were twins, but um, I, I, I feel like Naya is very, like, nonchalant and casual when it comes to her discussing giving away her twin because mm-hmm. when she said it um when amanda said it and she was like well there's no way he would have known that that i was pregnant i found out i was pregnant i left school i gave those babies up and he had no idea and it's like can you have a little more like tact when you talk about that considering one of the babies you gave up is trying to help your father right now and she just she just speaks about it like she gave a dog to the pound or something. It's just very. I just I don't like yeah, it. it. I don't like the way yeah. they. I don't know. Yeah, I found that pretty interesting as well. And my thing is, how can you actually be absolute on what somebody else know or don't know? Exactly. How do you know what he know or don't know, or what he knew or didn't know? Right. You know, because if you, I mean, as much as your dad tried to keep this a secret and have you have an abortion, who's to say one of your close girlfriends in college didn't leak that out? Right. You know, or that I he mean, went because, looking for her. Or he went looking for her. Some kind of way he found out that girl was pregnant. Yeah. So for you to say, I know he didn't know. You, you're not absolutely sure what he did or did not know. You can't say yeah. that of what another person know or don't know. Right. You know, that whole thing didn't even make sense. And then they got the nerve to get upset about that. I mean, yeah. she was upset about the fact that, oh, I know he don't know. 
girl, please. Yeah. And then gonna say you have you have one job and your job is to is to do this and this and this. And I'm like, if I remember correctly, you guys came to her for help. Exactly. You asked for this her whole this whole charade theater or whatever you want to call it of them inviting home and meet family and meet everybody and hang out with Sundays and all yeah. these folks and meet uh Imani's dad, which is you know, uh Maya's wife uh Naya's wife uh, husband I should say. Um for the means of trying to make you feel comfortable enough to let your guard down so they can do what they want to do with you. And the, exactly. moment, the moment she finds out something contrary to what they believe, then they get mad. So that's, right. that speaks volumes because if if she says, well, what I found out is Victor Newman was approached by Richard to help find his kids that he found out about and the fact that Victor put his resources behind that, why are you mm-hmm. upset about that? Right. And, and to me, finding that information out, I think makes her fa- her grandfather, well, Naya's father, look, uh, he look, I think that makes him look guilty. Because if he found out that I- Imani had, or not Imani, that Naya had those babies, Mm-hmm. And um, the grandfather found out that Richard knew the that whole thing under wraps. Sounds like to me he, you know, he found out Richard knew about it. So maybe he did something to Richard so he could keep that secret. See, because, exactly. Go ahead. I was gonna say because it sounds to me like Richard wanted to find those, wanted to find his his kids. Exactly. And who now that kind of shifts the theory because if Victor was actually on Richard's side to help him, and remember, and remember, um, uh, Sudden Ames wanted this whole story of her being pregnant in college and everything gone away. Who's to say Sudden didn't find out that Richard knew? Oh wow, he can make trouble for us. He know he actually got my daughter pregnant. We need to do something about this. So yeah. now that I mean that's a theory. I don't know with this, but it now kind of shifts the weight in the other direction now, and especially with the fact that you know I I don't know about because Amani wasn't there. I mean she's only feeding off of the reaction of her mom and her grandpa, yeah. right? Yeah. So I can't blame her. She's just siding based on what she was told. She wasn't there. But in regards to, you know, Naya acting the way that she was acting and mad and get up and I need to walk away and all this all kind of stuff, it give me, you know, want to make me give her the side eye. Like, you, do you know more than what you're thinking? Or are you afraid now that your own father has lied to you? Yeah. Because... Right. That's what I'm thinking. You know, and, and I think she was lied. Yeah. Your phone is breaking up. Keisha, can you hear me? Keisha. Can you hear me? I can now. At first, it sounded like you was underwater for the past, I would say, 30 seconds. Sorry, it must be must be the area I'm driving through. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. 
Um, but I was just saying that, you know, she probably she's probably getting defensive because first of all, there's no way that Victor would have could have made that up because she does he doesn't even know the connection. Exactly. That, um Amanda has to the Sutton family. So and here's the oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say so I I agree with you. I think she's getting defensive because she's realizing that her father has not been telling her the whole truth. And instead of of course, jumping on the side of defending her father. Well, and the other thing is, which, you know, and I, hey, I'm not a big fan of Victor Newman, but I will say he was credible in that moment that Amanda was in the office because when she brought up the name, of a man from 30 years ago, he had no idea who she was talking about. That picture that she showed him jogged his memory and brought all of that back. Oh, yeah, I remember him. He came to me because he realized I was an orphan and my story, and he wanted me to help him find his kid. So at this point, it it, it would be one thing if Victor knew who she was talking about off the cuff, yeah. He he didn't even know what she was talking about until that picture came up. So I believe his story more than anything out of this I whole. Do too. And I think the writers did a good job with that. Yeah, I agree. Because the, the Suttons have been shady from the beginning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the reaction once, um, you know, uh, once Amanda says, well, what I did, and, and I'm glad. Here's the other thing: Amanda did not reveal who that information came from. She yeah. didn't say Victor said. She said, yep. it, "It I got knowledge that what was what happened with him at Newman is this, that, and the other." Well, who told you that? Don't worry about it. It's my sources. I'm glad she did that too. <laughs> me too. Yeah. You know, because if she had to say, well, Victor told me, they would have definitely tried to discredit him. Oh, he's just telling you that because. But even if she did say Victor said that, mm-hmm. and, you know, Amani and, you know, uh, Naya's reaction would have been, oh, he's just telling you that to throw you off. Even if that was said, Amanda still could have broke down. He didn't even know who I was talking about until I showed a picture of him. And it yeah. jogged his and he couldn't have made that up. He don't know nothing about the fact that Richard or whoever had a kid until that whole picture came up. Exactly. So I mean, either way, Amanda would have had a leg to stand on, whether they knew her sources or not. Exactly. You know, and but then, I like the way she played it. Go ahead. I, yeah, I do too. And then the the nerve of uh, Imani mm-hmm. going to tell Amanda. Uh, how about you have a little empathy towards towards our mother and not ask her, um, not ask her those questions? Basically, I forget how she worded it, but she was basically saying you're you're accusing her of being a liar. How about you have some empathy for her and what she's going through? And it's like the the same way you guys had empathy for Amanda when she came to you guys asking for, you know, asking questions about how she why she was adopted or you know why she was adopted off out of the family nobody mm-hmm. had empathy for her but you guys are expecting amanda to give you all this grace and empathy and you know be you know kind to you guys and you guys mm-hmm. really haven't haven't given her the same thing 
unless you know until they wanted something from her right and even now they still you know are doing things to to be shady towards her exactly exactly you know and the thing is the only reason that uh, Amani is responding the way she did is because of the reaction that Naya had. She chose to get offended. She didn't have yeah. to. She could have easily said, well, that's what he was doing? I, I didn't know he even knew. If her yeah. response had been like that, then Amani, because Amani feeds off of whatever her, like I said before, whatever her parents and grandparents say. So because she reacted so crazily about what Amanda said, because if somebody, the average person, somebody got that information and say, well, no, he wasn't fired. He, you know, he left and took a leave of absence to go find his child. And in the process, he didn't come back. Who gets offended by that? And especially if you had no idea, if you didn't know that Richard knew why are you upset about that? She could have easily been like, you know what? I had no idea he found out. He yeah. didn't find out from me and left it like that. But no, she's like, oh, my God, are you calling me a liar? Oh, I, I can't believe you're saying those things. And he go, Imani, like, how can you disrespect my mother? Yeah. You know, so, I mean, they took that whole thing to a whole nother level, you know, and... I don't blame Amanda for looking at their responses like, why are y'all reacting like this? Yeah, right. You know, so, yeah, it was, that was a, uh, that was a couple of the nuggets that I was talking about on last week's uh, podcast is, you know, more of that whole situation with what happened with Richard Nealon. Um, You know, how the approach was with her mom and her sister. How did yes. that end? Because I'm trying to remember, did they end this peacefully or they just walked out? I'm trying no, to remember they, that from Monday. The last um, the last part of the conversation was when Amani was telling Amanda you can have you can have a little more empathy for our mother for what she's going through. She said, um, the father was killed and now that and now she's found out that he was possibly looking for them, whatever it was that she said in that moment. But she was kind of it kind of ended on her giving Amanda like a little scar. Came at Naya with those questions, and oh, then okay. they both walked out. Okay. And then I yeah, because I. Uh-huh. I was gonna say, and then I think Amanda went back to the vines and told the vine what happened. Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty interesting. Um, that was a pretty interesting episode. I really, even though I, that's probably why it's so far removed from me because I watched it before Monday. So I didn't remember that last ending part. I do remember pretty much the substance of the conversation. But yeah, yeah. so she got, she walked out. That was crazy. Yeah. So I feel like this part of the story is getting more interesting now because before when it first started, it just seemed like a bunch of right jumbled together like kind of confusing um uh, you know what was going on i couldn't i couldn't i didn't really understand like where they were going with the what was it like money laundering or, or bribery it had something to do with them thinking that her father pays 
was extorting somebody for money or something at Newman or something mm-hmm. like that. And then something with a reporter. But it, I just remember in the beginning this whole story being confusing as to how her father died or, you know, what the, the drama was that was going on at Newman surrounding his mm-hmm. So now with this revelation of knowing that he was actually looking for his kids, it's getting interesting, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. So, yeah, that's what I was saying. It, it was going to now get a little bit more deeper, which I'd like because that's what we had been saying on previous podcasts is the fact that hey, you know, where is this going? It was it was just floating through time and so now there's some substance yeah. to it which is great. What if, and I, I can't remember like all the details surrounding what they've talked about so far with um, Richard's death, but mm-hmm. you, you know this is so planned. What if he didn't really die and he just went and hid out somewhere because he knew Sutton was trying to kill him or attempted to kill him? That would be interesting that would yeah. be a huge, huge twist. And then he comes out of the woodwork, you know. And now Amanda case. has a father. Yeah. Yeah, Amanda has a father. I guess Sutton wouldn't really go to jail because he, he didn't die. Right. Like, right. you know, they originally thought. So, yeah, that would be pretty interesting. That would be interesting. Now, to... To piggyback on that whole thing, there was also a conversation because we still Victor's still a part of this. So um, Victor happened to see Devon at the bar, and because of Amanda's reaction in his office, Victor asked Devon if they were close. Devon, you know, of course, told him that we're dating, and you know, Victor was trying to, I guess, fish. For information, and then you know, saying he's talk, she's talking to me about a case, and you know, kind of trying to get Devon to see if he would divulge information. But Devon was like, "Mm, "I'm not at liberty to discuss it." But um, you know, Victor did say, you know, this is the kind of case that can make or break her career, and that you know, Victor hoped that Amanda didn't make a big mistake. So Victor knows something. stupid he watched people's reactions and mm-hmm. it's a telltale sign to him that okay it's something more than meets the eye because any other attorney if he had said that to them the attorney would have been taking notes like oh wow okay really that's what happened okay cool yeah well thanks for the information well in this case she had a reaction like she saw a ghost yep and so Victor looking at her like, man, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. I mean, it is an interesting story for someone to hear that, hey, you know, this man went looking for his child. But her reaction was a pure shock. Yeah. So, you know, of course, Victor's looking like, okay, what's up with that? Right. So, you know, I don't blame him. But um, was that all that we had? I think that was it that we had with Amanda and that whole thing because it was mostly Monday and then part of Tuesday. Right. Yep, that was all. So let's talk about this whole thing with Victoria and and, uh, Ashlyn Locke. What the heck? I... (laughs) (laughs) What y'all doing? 
using her in some way? Is Victoria really interested in Ashlyn or is she only interested because of the deal that he's got going on with her dad and Adam? Like, yeah, I'm trying to figure that out too. But they're being a little flirty. They are being a little flirty. And I honestly believe because I believe Ashlyn has an agenda because toward the end of the week when he met up with Victoria, he started asking about Kyle. And, and, you know, of course, he knows that Summer is related to the Newman family, so he was trying to find that information. On Victoria's end, it's twofold, I think. I think she's trying to get in where she can fit in with Ashlyn because of the deal that, you know, Adam and Victor has. But I also think that she enjoys sticking it to Billy, too. For sh- Yeah, for sure. And Billy is falling for it. Question and Billy's and falling for it. He was late for lunch with Lily because he going back and forth about Ashlyn Locke with Victoria. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, Lily, this man, I understand that, you know, you think you are in a good space with him. He has an impulsive nature when it comes to things that he is really passionate about. And one of the things that he's passionate about is destroying Adam. And Victor. And the other thing that he's passionate about is trying to control Victoria's life as much as Victoria tries to control his. Right. I I don't know if it's... I can't hear you. I felt like he tried to control Victoria's life, but I do think... I can hear you now. Hello? I don't know if it's that he's trying to control Victoria's life. I think... You must be going through a bad area. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? I can now. Hello? Okay. I can hear you now. Okay, sorry. Um, what I... I don't think that Billy has a, a history of trying to control the tour. Hello? You phased out again. Hey, um, Keisha. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Is is it your Bluetooth or would it be better for you to use your headphones? Because it's it's really breaking up. No, I'm on my headphones now. Like, they're actually connected headphones to my now. phone. now, okay. So it's just my okay. well, maybe signal. Maybe it's just the area. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Can you still hear me? I can hear you. Um, what I was saying basically is I don't feel like he's got a history of trying to control Victoria's life. I think it's when it comes to certain people because he's got this issue with Ashlyn. He wants to control who she's seeing because she doesn't... It appears that they're seeing each other or that maybe they've got something going on because mm-hmm. he doesn't like Ashlyn. He wants to try to control that in particular. Because I imagine that if it was somebody like Ray, who's got a, you know, a good reputation, he's a good guy, he wouldn't have an issue with it. Okay. So, okay. So it's, it's when, when it's people like Adam, who he despises, somebody like Ashlyn Locke, who doesn't have, like, 
the greatest reputation of being a good guy, he's going to try to insert himself and be the protective ex um, and try to tell Victoria, I don't think this person is right for you. So I don't know if that's a little bit of jealousy or I don't know, or just him, like you said, in this moment, he's trying to be controlling because he doesn't like Ashlyn. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, he needs to stop it because he's got his own love life that he needs to worry about and that he's going to ruin if he keeps going down this path. Yeah, he's definitely going to get to a space where it's going to become annoying to Lily that he's so overly consumed and focused about what's going on with Victoria. Because his biggest thing, he keeps telling Victoria, you know, whatever you're doing with him, I don't want the fallout to impact the kids. Now, I get that. Mm-hmm. But... You know, she, of course, took offense to that to say, oh, you're going to tell me that I'm not doing what's in the best interest of my kids, you know. So he took a step back on that statement. But, I mean, Victoria has to realize what type of man this is. Now, do you want, maybe she don't care. Maybe she wants to line up with somebody which make her look like, I mean, somebody as more ruthless than her own father. You know, I, who yeah. knows? Victoria right now is, is very vindictive across the board. I mean, of course, we know she can't stand Adam. She's not happy with her father. And like Nina told her in about a week or two ago, at what point are you not happy with everything you have? You, your dad gave you the keys to the kingdom. What else do you want? Right. Yeah. You know, not- and it's not enough. Yeah. You know, and, and the Go ahead. Oh. Oh, no, no, you're, you're fine. No, what I was going to say was um, the biggest issue is that she also wants to control the fact that he has a connection with Adam. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, listen, I understand you hate your brother that much. However, that's still his son. We said this about Nikki. Nikki, I know you feel some kind of way about Adam, but that's his son. I mean... Right. You need to get over that. He's going to continue to do whatever, as he always said for his family, whoever that is, whether it's Abby, Victoria, Nick, or Adam. And with everything that that uh, Victoria has, it's still not enough because of the fact that Victor also loves Adam. Yeah. That's the that if she wants him to walk away from Adam, she'll be completely happy with her life. But because he won't walk away from him, it's not enough for her to just have run Newman Enterprises, which suck. I mean, right. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that's that's the craziness with that. Um, yeah, and for her see. to possibly mm-hmm. want to get, for her to want to possibly be involved in some kind of way with Ashlyn, with the drama that he's got going on in his own personal life. Just right. so she can get back at Adam and Victor in some ways, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean, that man has got a whole, and she knows about it. And I think right. even Billy brought to the attention of what's going on with Kyle right now. And she was just looking at him. Man. She don't care about none of that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But, you know, I, I said, you know, I was sitting up there watching. I'm like, that girl is so crazy. Yeah. She is so crazy. This going to blow up in her face while she's trying to 
you know, play that role with one of the with everything that's going down. So yeah, it absolutely will, and I can't wait to see exactly like what the fallout is um, with that. Mm-hmm. Because there oh, it's definitely going to be some fallout. Yeah. You know, um, let's see. Now, let's see, I, we got another storyline. Let's move away from that one, because I think we're done with that one. Because we'll save Kyle and Summer and all of them for last. Yeah. Um, we got this other thing with Chelsea um, trying to talk to Ray. Yeah. Trying to talk to Ray, and he's now feeling sympathy for her, and then is okay with going to see her from time to time against what Sharon is suggesting. Girl, I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, so he had a problem with Sharon coming to the aid of Adam. But you okay with showing up at Chelsea's place, coming to be with her and spend time and visit her? I'm like, and Sharon is saying, I don't think that's a good idea, but you want to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. What you think about that? <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't understand why. So if he was if he was only doing it because he he felt like she was conning them, which mm-hmm. he did say that he he wanted to find out if she was really telling the truth about her sanity. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that was purely all he was doing it for, then I would understand kind. Of. But he was okay. like, but he said, you know, if she's conning, if she's conning everybody, then I'll. You know, I'll figure it out by going and spending time with her. But if she really does need my help to heal, then I don't want to turn my back on her either. And I'm like, you and Chelsea aren't even weren't were never close. So why do you right. feel I obligated mean, to help her? You like know, that in, that's in itself good. is a con. I mean, seriously, it's like this this girl could have took you out. Yeah. I mean, she you almost died because of thallium poisoning. And if this was Adam, you was going to book him, throw him so far underneath the jail and made your head spin. You found out who actually did it. And then you she pleads on your behalf to come and spend time with her from time to time. And your wife tells you, I don't think that's a good idea. And you like, yeah, but I think she needs somebody to talk to. Yeah. okay. All right. Right. And I don't understand what Chelsea's angle is with that. Like, what, is, what does she think she's going to accomplish? By, they already think that they already they already think she's you know kind of lost her mind. So what right. is she? I, in my opinion, the more time Chelsea spends with Ray, I feel like your phone is breaking up. I can't hear you. Hello. That she I couldn't hear me. none of you what you just said. Nothing. It was blank. <laughs> um, I, I was saying I feel like Chelsea requesting to spend time with Ray, if anything, mm-hmm. is going to is going to do more harm to her case than good because I feel like the longer she's around him, mm-hmm. then the more possibly he'll be able to see that she's kind of versus right now mm-hmm. where they believe that, you know, she's kind of lost her mind so why not mm-hmm. just leave it at that keep everybody at arm's length because you have everybody convinced right now instead of spending more time mm-hmm. and reveal possibly revealing yourself 
So that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, even on her part, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying on her part. Right. It doesn't make sense to me right. that she wants to do that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, that whole thing, I, and when I saw that, I was like, ooh, I'm up. <laughs> because it was, <laughs> I mean... Like it's just so I don't want I don't know if I want to call it hypocritical on Ray's part, you know that and I mean it's hypocritical on a of quite a few people in General City because if when this was Adam, everybody wanted to bury him, but when it's Chelsea, oh you know I feel sorry for her and you know look what drove her to this. No, she chose to do that. She put a plan together. She saw a kiss from a freaking phone. And granted, it was wrong for Sharon and, and Adam to do that. They, he was in a relationship. She's married. So I'm not going to even placate that. But after it, when you saw that, do you get yourself well and get up out that chair and figure out, you know what, you're not going to treat me like this. I'm out. Or do right. you orchestrate a plan where you involve somebody that has nothing to do with this and almost take his life and people in General City found out that it wasn't. Like, oh, wow, poor Chelsea. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Including the victim himself. Right. No. Yeah, I, I was not. Mm-mm. Nope. I, yeah, and I said, when, like I, like I was just saying, you know, I was going to bring this up on there. I, I was looking at Ray like, are you serious right now? You was begging uh, Sharon to not come to Adam's defense. But you do find out who actually did this, and you want to come spend time with her. And like you said, he used the excuse, maybe the more time I realize if she's faking. Oh, she's going to continue to con you. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about that. So when she went, when Ray actually did go to see her, do you remember her response? Because she realized when Ray was like, no, you convinced yourself this is happening. They never had an affair. You see how she changed her tune so quick when she realized that wasn't working on Ray anymore? Yeah. I didn't so know she went... it was... Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I didn't know if it was her changing her tune or if she really... Because remember, she did. They did show her imagining um, Sharon and Adam walking up, like walking upstairs together, holding hands in front of her. Mm-hmm. Remember when she imagined that? So I wasn't sure yeah. if she was changing her tune because she knew that Ray wasn't believing her, or if maybe that one little area um, of her imagination really believed that Sharon and Adam slept together because she she saw that in her was when she was still the only like reason that, that I the only reason that I say that she played that because mm-hmm. when she flipped her tune and started playing like oh my god maybe I did I'm so sorry and when she started playing that move on having him come and visit her the mm-hmm. moment he left. They put the camera to her face and she She smiled smiled. like, "Uh uh-huh, I got him. So, no. Mm -mm. Nope. Chelsea. (laughs) (laughs) No. Mm -mm. I I mean, 
I understand where you coming from because if she had been like, oh my God, I was wrong and I do need help, you know, but the moment he left, she looked on her face like, yeah, okay, she, he, I, I got him. Yeah, you're you right. Know. So, yeah, I, Chelsea, her parents are con artists. William Bardwell, and I forgot her mom's name, whatever, the girl that played Daisy Dukes on the Dukes of Hazard back in the day. Yeah. I forgot her name. The, I can't uh, remember her mom's name either. Yeah, but um, she was born to con artists. They taught her the ropes since she was a kid, and she's been doing it from day one. Even this whole thing that she cooked up with Victor, which we'll see more of that on Monday coming up on the 31st. Oh, my God, Monday. Let me just put it to you guys. Monday, uh, Monday's a holiday. So a lot of people off work, a lot of y'all who maybe record during the day and you're at work during the day or if you work at home, you know, you are going to enjoy Monday's episode. It is so many things just like bam, bam, bam. It's great. <laughs> Everything from the Ashlyn Locke thing to the Chelsea situation. There's mm-hmm. this little conversation between Adam, Victor, and um, and Nick. There's this whole thing with Sally and Summer and Lauren. I mean... Monday's up worth put up a chair on your off day and watching. I will say that. Send me that link so I can watch yeah. it now. <laughs> oh, oh, I, oh, I can. I sure can. Okay. But it's good. It is. It's a good episode. I mean, sometimes you have episodes that kind of lag and it's like a bunch of fillers. It's multiple things going on in Monday's episode. So look out for that if you can't watch it early. Just look forward to it on Monday. So, but yeah, I got you, Keisha. I'll send it to you. Okay. Um, but you know this whole thing, um, you know, with Sharon and and Ray and Chelsea, I, it, it was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, Sharon told him, "No, you need to stay away from her. Uh, if she's in there for almost killing you, she needs to go and figure it out. She don't need your help. She don't need your right. help. She need a doctor. You know, so." Yeah, I had to bring that up. All right, let's move on. Um, unless you had something else on that. Did you have anything else? No. No? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So we have this other little short storyline of Mariah. She went for a jog, and what did she trip over? I couldn't really see. Did she just fall? Yeah, it, it didn't show what she tripped over. She just said she she tripped over something on her running path. So okay. um, maybe she tripped over a rock or a stick or something. I don't know. I, Cause I, I kept, I even kept replaying it. I'm like, what the heck happened? All I hear are hit the ground and her yeah. yells. And I'm like, wait a minute, what did I miss? And so I, yeah. and I, I still couldn't figure it out. So, <laughs> but, um, I, I'm right now that storyline is slow moving. Mm-hmm. I will say that, eventually is going to get to a point where Abby, I, I can see it coming. Abby is going to be extremely controlling. Yeah, she's been very um, she's been very mild so far, which is so far, right? Yeah, but there's going to, I, I feel like there's going to be a big blow up or something that happens. Yep, I honestly agree with you. 
Yeah. I agree with you. I honestly believe that something is going to set. But I mean, it's still early, though. That's the other thing. Right. It's still early, and as the pregnancy, you know, progresses, I honestly think that she's going to get to the point where she's like, you know what? Hey, you're getting up in, in gestational age. You need to sit down somewhere, and, and Mariah's going to be like, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's coming. I just think that there's so many other storylines that they're not so heavily focused. And then they need to bring Chance back on for this thing, too. So. When that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I thought this was supposed to happen sooner. Because they were talking about it by, what, in March or February or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, and there's been nothing since then. So maybe it was just a bunch of rumors or something. I don't know. Yeah, but, it's got to yeah, happen. It was, it's got to happen yeah. because they haven't done anything to completely take him out of the picture. You know, unless, right. unless he dies on his mission. Yeah, and the other thing is, is that they got her continuously talking to him over the phone. Why don't you just br- find a cast member or even if her, if Melissa Ordway's husband is available, hire him. Right. Yeah, I understand what's going on there. Yeah, I don't get that. You know? Okay. Um. Let's see. All right. So, the only, before we get to the whole Kyle's and, you know, Ashlyn and Summer thing. The other thing that was huge in yesterday's episode was the Neil Winters, um, mem- you know, memorial sales celebration and things like that. Mm-hmm. How did you? Did you, how did? What did you think of that one? I thought it was sweet, and I liked. I liked that it wasn't. I thought it was going to end up being some. I don't know, like some little ceremony where everybody like says, uh, shares a memory or something about Neil and. Mm-hmm. They would play of him on the show, yeah. Um, but it wasn't like that. I liked how they had it set up to where you know what Sharon had at the coffee house, what his favorite coffee drink was, and mm-hmm. how Devon made the the playlist of music um, that was Neil's favorite, mm-hmm. and the you know the little thing that they had set up in the park. I thought that that was I thought it was sweet the way they did it, and it was different than what you would normally think they would do when it comes to them remembering like a. A, a cast, a part yeah. of the cast that passed away. Right. Yeah, it, I I I couldn't get through it. Um, it was extremely emotional yeah, to me. Um, and especially the scenes where um, you know Devon and Moses and Lily was talking about the loss of their father, and um, yeah, it was. You know, I know, you know, my kids has been removed eight years from this point um, for the loss of their father. So it kind of brought back some that I, I, I couldn't get through it. So I um, I took a, a step back and, you know, I, I did like the jazz music that I heard. Um, that was good. Um, but I think they did a, um, a good job on that. So. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, okay. Did you have anything else that I missed? Um, because um, I didn't, I didn't see Friday's episode. Well, the majority of it, I didn't. No, the, the entire episode was about Neil. Okay. So, um, and it, it was, it was really just, um, like the people, you know, like 
Victor, mm-hmm. Mickey, of course, and, and Jack, you know, because he was Jack's sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, addiction. Um, and then, of course, the Bonnie Mae Mick. They all, they all showed, um, they would all, like, say something about Neil, like, mm-hmm. talk about him, and then they would show, like, an old clip of, uh, of them, of that person with Neil. So, like, with Nick, they showed, you know how him and Nick used to always play basketball? Mm-hmm. They would they were showing they showed like a clip of him and uh Nick playing basketball together and I think Devon was in that clip with them too. Okay. Um, so they were just sharing old you know, old footage and oh, it was really sweet. They showed okay. the um I totally forgot that Drew was still in the picture when Devon was adopted. I don't know why I felt like she had been long gone off of the soap. Um, oh, when Devon it came seemed in. like he she had been gone for well, you know what? Actually, wait a minute, let me think. She, she left leave? the show in 2007 or 8. So it, it feels like she's been gone for like 20, 30 years. It's been so yeah. long. But when she fell off the side of that mountain when she was fighting with Phyllis, that was in like 2007, 2008. Okay. I, don't, I don't know why. So I that's only died. been... Well, that's been what thirteen years now, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I just I just completely forgot that she was still she was still around when Devon was there. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. So she they, had been on that show a long time. I think she came yeah. on Young and the Restless in the early nineties, and from that point on up to like I said, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. You're talking about almost. 14 years or so no maybe more than that 16 years she was on the show so yeah when Brighton James came on as a young Devon yeah she was there Lily was there Khalil and the crazy thing is yeah Crystal Khalil um is Crystal Khalil and Brighton James actually played in Family Matters together did you know that in Family Matters Oh, yeah. She was... Okay, so I don't know if you remember the episode where this girl was... And little Richie is who he played. Yeah. Um, This girl was liking him and always following him and thought he was so cute. And oh, yeah, I do remember that episode. That's Crystal Khalil. I'm after, you know what? I started binging Family Matters um, a couple of weeks ago because they, they have the series on Hulu. Mm-hmm. I think I'm on, I, I'm still in season one right now. So I haven't even gotten to when Devon um, started on the show yet. Because I think in season one, he was a baby. Or not him yeah. in particular, but the character mm-hmm. was a baby. If you go back to that episode where little Richie was thinking that this girl had the cooties and he yeah. she was following him around and trying to talk to him and thought he was so cute. That little girl is Crystal Aww. Khalil. Well, then the other the other funny, not funny, but interesting thing is when they brought the guy that played um, Eddie Winslow mm-hmm. in Family yep. Matters. How, remember yep. when he was on the show as, uh, um, what is, what's Neil's brother's name? Uh, Malcolm. Malcolm, yeah. He, he had his little stint on the show as Malcolm. Yeah, all three of them were all on Family Matters. The woman who played his mom, Thelma Hopkins. Yeah, yep, is gonna be on there. 
She was also. I was like, "What did y'all do? Pull everybody from the family matters? Right. Say, y'all come over here to the young right?" <laughs> I'm not sure what role. Do you know what role she's playing? She's gonna be playing on Wyandotte. I, I I saw it. I don't know exactly in specific what position or role she's gonna be playing on Young and the Restless, but they were so glad to be working together again after yeah. so many years. Because yeah, little you know when when Brighton played little Richie, Talma Hawkins was his mom, who was a single mom at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I guess the when she moved in with um, what is the the guy who was a police officer and the wife, Cal or Carl? Yeah, Carl, Carl and his Harry. wife. Yeah, Carl and Harriet. That's Harriet's sister. She played Harriet's sister. And so, and she had lost her husband, and so she moved in with Carl and Harriet. Yep. Her husband passed away. And she was a single mother yep. raising, right, raising Richard. Anywho, we are, we're on a whole nother TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Family Matters was a classic. I used yes, to love was. that show. I think when Cosby Show went off, Family Matters picked up. After I that. think they. I think there was a little bit of an over. It uh, was because, an overlay, yeah. Because Family Matters started in ninety. I think okay. So what you call it went off the air in like ninety two, ninety three. And uh, Family Matters started around ninety two, ninety three, and then it ended in ninety eight. Mm-hmm. And then it's been reruns ever since. So. Yeah. That was okay. TGIF on ABC's on AB, the yes. network ABC. It was. Yes, it was. Um, right. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, yeah, like I said, I didn't get through, I wasn't able to get through that episode. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm glad you were able to, you know, you saw it and was able to give insight. I, any tributes like that, I really think is a great thing because it you know, it gives people the time to me- remember, yeah. you know, people, you know, like, Le- what was his, um, um, Ju- what is his name? Julian St. John? The, uh, the guy that played, Christoph St. John, Lord. Mm-hmm. Christoph St. John, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's yeah. been two years already, gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Because, you know, what you call it, his name St. Vincent. What is the guy that Lawrence. plays Carl? Lawrence St. Vincent, right? Lawrence St. Victor. I think St. Victor, yes. Yeah, so I, I'm, I almost got the names because they're so close, like, you know. <laughs> so. Alright. Um, okay, so are we, you know, did you have anything else on that particular uh, episode, a part of that episode? No. No, Okay. All right, let's dive head in first with this last piece, which is this whole thing with Ashlyn, Tara, Kyle, Summer. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think mm-hmm. it was a good idea for Summer to put the wedding on hold? Um, I'll say I understand why she did it, because she had a okay. good point. Um, she said that you, uh, she wants to be able to give her 100% attention and focus on planning their wedding and she knows that she can't do that and he can't do that right now because of what they're going through mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be fair it kind of wouldn't be fair to Kyle if he's trying to adjust to 
you know, getting to know his son eventually and Mm -hmm. helping Tara with this whole custody thing. If, you know, summer's coming around with the, what do you think about this for the wedding? What do you think? You know what I mean? And then, you know, it, I, I don't, I agree with her. I don't think, I think with all of what's going on, Mm-hmm. With Harrison and Ashlyn and Tara, it's not a good time to plan a wedding because somebody's feelings is going to get hurt. Her feelings are going to get hurt if Kyle isn't in the mood or, you know, if he's got, if he had a bad day with Ashlyn and maybe he takes it out on her because he feels like wedding plans are trivial right now with what's going on or, mm-hmm. or I don't know. So I don't, I don't blame her. She deserves to. She deserves for their attention to be fully focused on the wedding when it's time. And right now, she wouldn't be getting that for him. Well, I will say that she's having second thoughts to that on Monday. So, uh, okay. <laughs> I'll throw that out there. You'll see what I'm talking about when you see it. Um, I honestly do agree with the fact that she needs to put all this on hold. It's just way too much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, the paternity thing is coming up. You know, what is Ashley going to do when he finds out that this girl been lying to him for the last right. three years and that that kid ain't, he's been raising a child that's not even his. Yeah. Which, you know. I, when he, so when he told uh, Jack, you guys don't know what you're dealing with when it comes to terror. That, I, I wonder if that truly is him, like, trying to warn them like she's not as innocent as you guys think she is or is he just trying because honestly yeah there's something there's something going on with her i don't think she's being completely 100 percent honest and when you think about this whole situation um yeah it is kind of crappy that ashlyn is threatening to take full custody of their son mm-hmm. but like you, you've been lying to this man for how old is that? Three, ain't it? You've been lying to this man. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember. You've so she's been lying to this man for three or four years about this child being his. She's allowed him to think that this child is his, you know. And she's always talked about how good of a father he is, how completely in love he is with Harrison. Um, and now you rip this little boy away from him and you're about to drop this bomb on him that this kid isn't his. And Ashlyn is the bad guy here? Well, here's the interesting thing. And it, when when they made that story, uh, when, I guess, as uh, Jack put it, what did, what did Ashlyn mean by we really don't know what we're dealing with with Tara? Let's kind of rewind back. Now, I don't know if this is a writer's error or what. But remember when Tara came to town and told Kyle about everything and when Kyle shared the story of him and Tara back in New York, Mm -hmm. do you guys remember Kyle saying that the reason that Tara slept with him is because she did not want to sleep with her husband? Mm -hmm. So she hadn't slept with him for a long period of time. So either... They made a writer's error, or Ashlyn has to know that part of this. Oh, that's right. That Ashlyn has to know that some parts of him has to believe that this is not his son because you never slept with your little wife during that time period anyway. 
So unless it's a, you know some form of divine conception, um, she's lying. How did you get her pregnant? Because you never slept with her. So why are you even? And that's why I'm wondering. Like, I'm sitting back listening to this whole thing, and I'm like, wait a minute. I remember my months back. Kyle saying that the reason why Tara slept with him in the first place is because she wasn't sleeping with her husband. So either she lied to him and she was sleeping with Ashley. Or the right. Or like you said, so there's something else going on with this girl. And here's the thing, I'm always you know, when people talk about paternity tests, Mm -hmm. I'm always thinking about Maury Povich. <laughs> and who's to say this paternity test come back and they ain't even Kyle. Now I don't want to sound you know brash about this whole situation. But just as a writer's twist, cuz who's to say the writers are going to be like, you know what? We need to throw a wrench or a curveball in this situation and make it where at neither Ashlyn or Kyle is the father. Now what is Tara going to do in this situation? Yeah. But I honestly, I don't think they're going to go that direction. I honestly think that Kyle is going to be the father. Mm-hmm. I'm just guessing. I don't know. I haven't. The paternity test results are in on Monday, but the answer is not in on Monday. So I'll just put that out there. Um, so, you know, it'll probably come out later in the week. You know, who's the father? You know what I mean? Or yeah. in this case, probably Kyle. Um, but... Ashlyn, if 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 everything is correct, which is what we told were told in a previous episode months ago, mm-hmm. that Tara wasn't sleeping with her husband, why would Ashlyn even think that he impregnated that girl if you never slept with her? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was like, okay, that's why I feel where like we it's going probably, with this. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say I think that's probably a writer error because of how mm-hmm. terrified Tara, uh, because of how much Tara wants that paternity test done, mm-hmm. and how terrified she is, how terrified she was in the beginning, like not in the beginning, but how terrified she was before you know Ashlyn threatened to take custody of him, mm-hmm. finding out that there was a chance that the baby wasn't his. Right. Because she said that she lied to Ashlyn about the timeline of her and Kyle's affair so she wouldn't be suspicious of ah, the paternity. Ah, gotcha. She sure did. So maybe they were sleeping together at a certain point and they did stop. But being that she lied about the timeline, he probably thought back, well, we were together during that time. So that would kind of cover up what was said in the beginning of the season. I mean, at yeah. the beginning of this whole storyline. Because she, you know what, I'm glad you brought that up because she did say that, that she lied about the timeline. But my thing is that timeline can't be too far off either. You know what I mean? Did you hear what I said? Your phone is going in and out. Hello? What about, hello? Your phone was going in and out. I didn't hear anything you said. I was just saying, I'm still, I'm still skeptical that Harrison is really Kyle's. Oh, really? Yeah, I just, there's just something about this that was just all way too convenient for Tara. Mm-hmm. And how the, the whole certainty of it all, like Kyle mm-hmm. was just 100% certain, even though he hasn't seen a paternity test. 
he's just 100% certain that Harrison is his just because Tara is saying that it's his. So, mm-hmm. I, I think Tara's hiding something else. What do you think that could be, though? I just don't, I don't know. It's just all too easy for her right now. Like, this is all falling into place too perfectly for her. So you don't, so you, you don't even, do you think it's a fake test or do you think it's just going to come up that he's not the biological father? I just think it's going to come up that he, I don't know. Maybe it ends up being a fake test. Maybe, maybe Tara was able to pay off somebody at the clinic. I don't, I don't know, but I, I just have a feeling that, that this just, that he's not Kyle's kid. Gotcha. Well, I will say we'll definitely find out next week because, um, yeah, the results are in at the end of Monday's episode, but the answer is not in. You know how they always leave people yeah. hanging. So, um, yeah, that'll be interesting to see what that what those results are. But I will tell I think- you. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I think the results that he's going to get is going to say that he's a father. But I don't, I, I believe that there's going to be some kind of twist going on there. I just don't believe it. You don't think Kyle it's going to be that be. simple? Okay. It's way too okay. easy. Gotcha. Okay. Um, now, what do you think about the whole thing of. <laughs> See, and this is why. I honestly believe that both Summer and Kyle should have just walked away from Sally. Mm-hmm. When they were going through this whole sparring event with each other, they should have been like, you know what? I don't have time to deal with this. Just leave me. You know, we're, we're trying to figure this thing out. It's a mess as it is. We we'll won't talk about it. And it probably would have left it a status quo. But because Kyle and Summer were throwing daggers at Sally... And then threw Jack in the middle of that, too, saying he don't want to have nothing to do with you. Sally decides to make a deal. <laughs> this decides to make a deal with Ashlyn. What do you think about that? So th- this is, yet again, another example of Sally inserting herself and stirring up trouble when she claims that all she wants to do is get along and have a truth. She walked into the diner or to the coffee house. She already, she knew what she was going to do because she had that little smirk on her face right before she went over to Summer and said, she was like, well, all I want to know is how your engagement party was. She, she, Sally knows what she's doing. Sally tries to come off as, well, I was just asking a question. But mm-hmm. you knew asking about that engagement party, which you know that Tara showed up at. Um, was going to strike a a, a nerve with with, uh, with Summer. Mm-hmm. And even after Hello? I don't want to talk to you about this. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? I can now. You kind of spaced out for a hot second. Even when Summer kind of says, you know, I'm not talking to you about I'm not talking about this with you. Sally keeps on going. She keeps poking at her. She keeps talking to her. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so 
Your phone is spacing. Hello? Okay, yeah, the well, I I guess you went through a bad spot and it disconnected us. Yeah, it took my me? my signal. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, my signal totally dropped. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. No problem. Um, well, so what I was saying basically was Sally pokes and pokes and pokes, and then when Kyle and Summer fires back at her, what they fire back at her her feelings want to be hurt and she wants to play the victim it's like she has to retaliate against him when just like what you said Kyle and Summer should have walked away from her Sally could have walked in that coffee house got what she needed and left but yeah, she didn't do that true. she had to stir up trouble and she got what she got because she couldn't keep her mouth shut she can't help herself yep, and because that of true. that she felt the need to now she's inserting herself in the situation even more by um, doing this deal with Ashlyn to tell him where her, where his son and where Terry is. Mm-hmm. So Sally does what she always does. She stirs up trouble. They fire back at her when she does it, and she gets pissed off when they fire back at her as if they can't, as if they should just accept what she's doing. And then she wants to exact some type of revenge because she feels like she has to get revenge on something that she started herself. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's a cycle with her. She she feels like she can do and say whatever she wants to without any repercussions. And when she gets those repercussions, to her, they're not repercussions of her actions. They are everybody else bullying her and everybody else um, trying to... Um, trying to do things to to end her career or to interfere with her personal life because she blamed she blamed all of them for the reason why her and Jack aren't together and it's like no they're not the reason you and Jack aren't together you and Jack aren't together because he found out you were trying to blackmail his kid doesn't this seem like an ongoing okay so I thought they that they had all gotten past this whole thing with Summer's job. Summer has the JCV. She has the junior executive position. Why do they keep bringing up what she tried to do? Because I thought that Lauren had to sit down and I know what happened. I know what you did. I know what you did. And you guys were holding stuff over each other's head. We need to move past this. Why are we still got residual issues? The only thing I think after that, which was an issue, which, which is Jack. Jack now finding out exactly where everything has happened. Of course, he no longer wants to be bothered with her. But as for Summer and Kyle, I mean, okay. So all this, I guess it reignited itself when she sent, you know, told Tara where Kyle was, which was at the, you know, at the party or whatever. But Summer kept bringing up this this week about, you tried to take my job. I'm like, are we still on that? <laughs> I could see them being upset about having Tara know where Kyle is. You know what I mean? At the engagement party. You know, you could have just said um, 
you know, they having their engagement party, you didn't have to tell them where. Because Sally could easily say, well, I think they're in the middle of their engagement party, you know. I'm not at liberty to say, you know, where they are, but, you know, they're busy right now. She could easily said that. She did, right? Yeah. So I can understand them being upset about that, but they keep rehashing this whole JCV thing, which I thought was already squashed when Lauren had the conversation with the both of them. I think it keeps getting brought up because Sally keeps saying, I just want, I just want, uh, I just want to get along with you guys. I just want a truce. I don't want any, I don't want any trouble. And then Summer brings up the, well, you say that, but you started all this. You tried to take my job. my job. Yeah. Which I would keep bringing that up too. You can't tell me you want a truce when you initiated everything. And then you keep adding on top of it. You keep then adding what to was the what reason for Lauren doing what she was doing? If they're not going to let that go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because she keeps adding to it. Yeah. Go ahead. She, I'm sorry. She I says you. what she. Oh, no, I was just saying she says what she says. And then she. She I would I, I, well, I don't blame someone. I would do the same thing. You you say this and then you do something else and you add on top of the fact that you initiated this whole thing with trying to take my job. So I'm gonna keep going. If you keep trying to poke at me with different things, I'm gonna keep throwing that in your face too. On top of everything else that all the other things that you um, keep trying to do to interfere in my life. Yeah, I'm gonna be both just as them, petty as you. <laughs> yeah, both of them should have walked away. Now. She struck a deal with Ashlyn. She's like, if you can get Summer out of town, I'll tell you where your kid is. Yep. And we all and know that's going to come out. I, do I think that that was a good in in real life? Absolutely not. I think it's vindictive. I think it's that whole scenario is just ridiculous. However, for this show, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, the writers really got creative with this thing. Because I didn't know what direction she was going to go next. Because technically, at that point, she didn't even know where Tara was. The only reason that she was able to find that out is when she just showed up at Jack's house to talk about something that Lauren needed or whatever. And Jack was like, you could have just asked for that through a text message. What you come over here for? And she happened to see the little toy there. I think she knew. I think she had a feeling that that's where she was because what she went to Jack's house for wasn't even like you said. Like Jack said, that wasn't that wasn't even necessary for you to come over here. I think that was an excuse she used to come over there just to of see she did. if that's where Tara was at for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I think here's my thing: as much money, and and that's why I say honestly, as much as I'm not a Victor Newman fan. I will say Victor can be a lot smarter than Jack Mm -hmm. because if you know a ruthless man is looking for this woman and and the kid, why would you bring that girl to your house? Yeah. You could have, I mean, Adam at least know how to hide himself. Nobody could find Adam except for, you know, when they decided to find him at the, the house that, Montalvo was owning that property. But at least Adam know how to disappear. You mean to tell me with all the money and stuff that you got, 
You couldn't put that girl in a place somewhere where you had her and him. You bring him to bring them to your house. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it made no no sense. It made Not no sense whatsoever. Bring, you bring them to the house, but you you are accepting guests inside your house. Exactly. And with no warning, Tara could have walked downstairs, or Harrison could have ran through the room. You know what I mean? I mean, look what <laughs> Sally did. Even though Sally didn't know she had an idea, it was confirmed because the little boy got to- toys all over the house. But right. like you just said, people can come and go. You need someone when, just like when uh, they're doing a, what they call those people that they put in, um, um, what they call that when they hide them from oh, being found. Witness protection. Witness protection. Mm-hmm. You don't take the person to somebody's house. You put them in a place where nobody can find them. Right. Why is she even still in Genoa City? <laughs> exactly. Or if you're going to just for the soap opera case. If you're going to leave her in town, at least put her in some place where you don't have traffic coming through. Right. Yeah. I mean, Victor could come over there. Billy could come through there. Phyllis, Nick. Nick did come over there. Because we got to talk about that, too. Yeah. You know, so why would you bring that girl and that boy to the house? That made no sense. And because... You know, Jack is, he he can be a a very sweet guy because the moment he found out that he was a grandfather, I mean, nothing else mattered too much at that point except protecting that boy. Yeah. And I get it. I mean, he's like, oh, my God, I'm a grandfather. And I think in all actuality, that's his first grandson. You know, unless Kimo had kids. I think that's what his name. Remember the other other child he has? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah from a long time ago but technically that's his first grandson so of course he's looking with stars in his eyes right now yeah my thing is get them people at your house right don't they have a cabin <laughs> or something somewhere i don't they have it yeah they do have the abbott cabin yeah remember where they stayed up in the they could have put them up there Yep. Put them up there. Put and and it's secluded. There's not a bunch of people that can come and go like Sally did, or Nick showing up. Nobody could have known the wiser. But no, that girl is up and the boy roaming up and through down the stairs, all up in the house. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Whatever happens, which you'll see a lot of that on Monday. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. I'm wondering with this deal that Sally made with Ashlyn, do you actually think that it, because I was wondering, I'm like, dang, is Hunter King leaving again? Because remember, they're trying to get Hunter King to, to move to Milan. That company is in Milan. How is Ashlyn going to do that, though? Well, because he, I guess he either knows somebody who knows somebody or he has a point ventureship or something. And he was like, I can make one phone call and make that happen, like, right now. And you'll see that on Monday, too. So, um... I guess that was the one thing I was confused about with that deal, was how does he have any control over where Summer would go? You'll get a little bit more detail on that on the Monday's episode, because, like I said, it's a lot of moving parts on Monday. So, you know, I enjoyed it. Maybe it's just me. Some folks might look at him like, hmm... Okay. 
But I, I thought it was a lot of moving parts. So you'll see what I'm talking about. But did I think I, – I was wondering what Sally move was next, and I said it would be something if she go and tell this man what his kid is. And sure enough, mm-hmm. she did. Yep. Which – does. Mm-hmm. Sally is doing nothing, but she she's making enemies of two of the biggest families in General City, the Abbots and the News. Yeah, right now. Yeah. So, how much longer do you think you're going to last in that city and working for Lauren if you've got Abbots and Newmans coming at your neck? Yeah. Because her whatever her deal is with Ashlyn, it might work in the beginning. But mm-hmm. it's not gonna last, and something is gonna happen to where um, all of this is gonna backfire on her. Yep, it sure is. And I mean, unless it goes as smoothly as it's expected, where you know maybe Summer, because there's too much drama going in on everything and Tara's in town because the other thing Tara also told Summer she's sticking around for a while making a home here yeah so I mean because she was like and I you know what I I will give it to Summer like okay once this is all found out she asked Tara are you going back to New York and she was like "Mm, no I think I need to move around a little bit matter of fact I might as well stay here and you know, make a life for myself and make sure that, you know, Harrison is closer to his actual father. I'm like, oh, Lord, here yeah. we go. <laughs> and you know what? Summer is, um, I, again, I feel like Summer is handling this, considering what we have known about her in the past to be very bratty. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like she's handled this in a very mature manner. She hasn't blown up on Kyle about anything. She... It's trying to be, you know, understanding with the whole situation of him getting to know his kid. And she even admitted to him, like, you know, it, it does bother me that Terry, because she's part of the package. It's not it's not your son. It's the fact that I have to deal with her. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of I'm proud of Summer. Yeah, so well, you know, I mean, there will be a few statements that she makes on Monday that is like, uh. And her mama give her to look like what? <laughs> so don't get too comfortable. Because yeah, she gonna want she got an idea of doing something not just because she's at the point of her insecurities are on a all time high on Monday. So Yeah, and I don't I don't blame her though. I mean mm-hmm. she's basically been thrown into a situation. Not only is she being thrown into the situation of where her fiance finds out he's got a three-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. Now the 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 mother is basically intruding on her space in her life because she's moved in with Jack. And Kyle hasn't been the most. Uh, I feel like he he's kind of being insensitive in some ways because you keep hearing Kyle tell Tara. You know, nothing, I'll make sure nothing happens to you and Harrison. I'm always going to be here for you guys. Um, You know, we're going to protect you. My family, you you guys are family now. My family is going to have your back. Like, she has to stand there and listen to Kyle say all this to this woman that 
he used to have a relationship with. Yeah, because did you remember the the look on her face? And I think that was earlier this week when Kyle suggested that they move in at the Abbott house. Yeah, and I, I would be pissed. Like, I'm But sorry. Jack didn't stop it. Jack was like, yeah, you know, I'll suggest that too. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I would be mad. Like, I'm sorry that you're going through this drama with your um, mm-hmm. with your husband right now, but like you you have come to town, you and your son, and you basically flipped my life upside down. And now I have to stand here and listen to you and my fiance, you know, go down memory lane and talk about all these little, you know, inside stories and jokes and stuff that you guys had. Like that's I think that's rude. It is. I mean, like I said, I I'm not a fan of him just for security purposes, I don't think they should have went to the Abbott property. But on the, you know, on the response of your fiance, you moving your ex and the baby that you have with them into your father's house. You know, yeah. and I mean, Jack didn't have no problem with it because a part of him is like, oh, my grandson, you know, right. okay, I get it, but she don't need to be, why not just put him in a neutral place? Right. You know, where again, no, no, just for, even at the security level of this thing, don't bring them, them folks up in your house. Yeah. You and, even, and the thing is, like, these, like we were saying earlier, when Ashlyn gave that creepy thought to Jack, like, you don't know who you're dealing with, you're dealing with Tara, they don't know this woman. Right. You know, I mean, um, Kyle only know of the brief moment they had in time three years ago, you don't know what she's capable of at this point. Right. You had an affair with her for a summer. Correct. (laughs) Which is a few months. Correct. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, anywho, yeah, I I just think that's a big mistake, but a lot of that is have to still have to be revealed as, you know, as time go on, so. And I feel Um, like Kyle, mm -hmm. uh, oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I feel like Kyle should be, she, he needs to be taking Summer's feelings into consideration more. Like, no, the Abbott Mansion isn't Summer's home, but I feel like he should have consulted with her. Like, how do you, how do you feel about her moving in? Like, do you have a problem with this? And of course, Summer probably wouldn't have said, yes, I have a problem with it because she, you know, doesn't want to be that doesn't want to appear as the jealous fiance or want to be the one that possibly puts Tara and Harrison in danger of Ashland or whatever. But I feel like he still could have taken her feelings into consideration in some way when it comes to that kind of stuff. I I feel like he should be consulting her a little more than what he's doing. He's just making decisions and, you know, and then telling Summer like, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a messy situation all the way around, and I, you know, like I say, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what what happens next. You know, what this paternity test will reveal. You know, what Tara's next move is now. If it does come out that Kyle is the father. Are you going to bond with your child's father and it becomes a relationship? Because I honestly believe that there's, even though 
of course, Kyle is going to be summer, summer, summer. The other part of this is kind of like what Victoria was doing with Billy for a while. The kids, oh, he needs you. Oh, he's asking for you. Can you come over? Can you spend time with us? I'm taking him to the park. He wants you to come with us. And that that's going to pull away from Summer and Kyle's relationship. Yeah. Unless, the only way that this could work is if Kyle says, you know what, can Summer come? Can, exactly. can Summer be there? And that's what he should be doing is including mm-hmm. her to make her feel to help. I can't hear you. Your, your phone is it, breaking up. Just like you... How about now? I can hear you now. I was saying that to me, that would be the only way to to kind of get into that situation is if he includes Summer instead of instead of it being well, you know, maybe I should get to know him first before before you start getting, you know, before you start to get to know him. Um, since I'm his dad, because I could see that happening. I could see Tara. Or maybe Kyle saying maybe it's better if I if I get build my relationship first and then, you know, we'll introduce you to him. Mm-hmm. But at this point, if you guys are engaged, there's no point in there would be no point in them holding back um, with Summer. You know, being in his life and getting to know him, they they may as well just do it together. Yeah, I think that would probably I think that would help you know the situation. Yeah. But I have you a know, feeling it won't I mean, go that direction. What'd you say? I was just saying I have a feeling it won't that won't go that direction. That would be too easy. Gotcha. So I mean it, it's a uh it's an interesting uh scene to watch, you know, with everything that and how is this unfolding. I will say it makes for good dialogue. But <laughs> um yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. So I'm looking forward to it to see how how it all breaks down because yeah. it's going to explode. And you know, summer she's gonna have some she got some decisions to make because I can guarantee you with this girl, the actress that's playing Tara, being um, you know signed on a contract for one year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a whole storyline coming for this girl. Yeah, and it's probably have to do with the interference of Summer and Kyle's relationship with this child. For sure. Yep. Okay. Do you have anything else? Um, I I don't. Okay. Yeah, I will give it to um. Huh. Give it to um. What's his name? Lord. Forget <laughs> <laughs> cause. I'm thinking about multiple things at the same time. <laughs> um, Nicholas, when he showed up at Jack's house, mm-hmm. and Jack is like, look, I hear you. You glad you're a grandfather and whatnot, but I got to look out for my daughter. Yeah. You if know, because does. for a while, it looked like Jack was defending everything to Nicholas. And Nicholas mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm, you soft now because you realize you... <laughs> You got a new member of your family, but I got to look out for mine, too. Right. And Tara, Tara just keep popping up everywhere. Like, don't sit down somewhere. Don't nobody mm-hmm. need you popping up in every conversation. Mm, exactly. Go have a seat. 
<laughs> yep. You know, so yeah, it's a crazy it's 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 an interesting storyline. Like I said, I gotta give it to the writers. They have been doing an excellent job in keeping it creative. I can tell that they have um gotten some new folks on board because I know that happened right after I think right after the pandemic break from last summer mm-hmm. when they came back, they brought in some new folks, and yeah, the writing has been pretty darn good, yeah, so I agree. all right, so. We got, I think we covered everything. I don't think we missed anything. It was a lot to break down this week, so. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the second half, which is this whole thing um, with Bold and the Beautiful. And let's see what we got as a recap. So for the week of the 20, hold on. Okay. Pull this up again. The 24th, I think. Yeah, it's the 24th, but I was trying to pull up. Okay, here we go. So, this week for the Bold and Beautiful, Zoe warns Shauna that her days of frolicking with Carter are over. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Quinn, Shauna, and Carter agreed to bury the secret. Bill asked Hope and Liam to to think overnight about whether they really wanted to risk it all by going to the police. So, which would you want to do the Shauna thing, uh, the Quinn thing, or the Liam thing first? Um, Shauna, Shauna and Quinn. Okay. Yeah, so Shauna, I mean, okay, so Quinn, I'm not Quinn, Zoe. Zoe went into that office trying to get the deets on how they even got together in the first place. Which is and, odd to me. Yeah, th- that didn't make sense to me at all. Yes. What's your thoughts on it? I I think it's in my personal opinion. I'm not gonna go if if I'm going to accept this relationship, her and Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna go fishing for more details about the interactions that he had with Shot. You guys weren't together. Exactly. You guys were broken up. You are, you know, he wasn't cheating on you. And two, it's just gonna, you know, if there was actually something going on between him and Shauna, and they sit down and give you all these details, wh- how is that gonna help you? Mm-hmm. That's not gonna do anything, but I, I feel like make it worse. Um, mm-hmm. Because now you're envisioning all these things that they're telling you that, you know, how things went down and what they did together. So, what's the point? Yeah, why would you need that in order to hurt your feelings even more? Why do you need to know that? Yeah, and if I look, this this is none of your business. Um, right, even though she's lying, you, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I I would tell her like if Carter wants to tell you, you know, things and how we hooked up or whatever, that's on him. But I don't have to tell you anything. I don't owe you any explanations. You guys weren't together. Me and you aren't friends. Um, you just need to move on with your life. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. If you were more, if you're going to move forward with Carter, why are you even asking about this? What does that do for you to know what they did and mm-hmm. why they did it and where they met? I mean, even if Shauna was the person he actually slept with, yeah. why would you need to know that? You guys weren't together. You were broken up. Why do you yep. care about that? 
And then she turned around and put her on notice. Talking about, I'm here to let you know that whatever y'all had going on, it's over and you need to stay away from him. And I'm (laughs) like, girl, please. (laughs) Okay, get that same energy. Because see, uh, here's the thing. Zoe has to take a step back to look at the fact that the what led up to, well, I mean, Carter chose to do what he did, you know. So I'm not going to say it was her that pushed him to do it, but the demise of their relationship exactly. started with her. Exactly. It started exactly. with you. You were willing to go skinny dipping with Zenday until yeah. Ridge walked in. And was making a game of it. Like, and, you know, exactly. giggling and, you know, carrying on. Like, her relationship with Carter wasn't serious. As my sister said, they was over there kikiing and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously, she was throwing, I mean, the flirtation was heavy. It was. Coming from Zoe to Zenday. And, and she was doing it in a you would have thought she was not in any kind of relationship whatsoever. Right. Like the way that she was talking to Zenday the day that she got caught. It was like, you know, she was just trying to shoot her shot. She's a single woman trying to shoot her shot. Not that she was engaged to anybody. Yeah, she had a whole ring on her finger doing all that. Right. Yeah. You know? And so now you want to throw your warnings and things around and like I said, what Carter Quinn and Shauna is doing is just, it's not the right thing to do. You know, I mean, Quinn took advantage of the situation as long as well as Carter. She is not all on Quinn because Carter mm-hmm. had a decision to make too, whether you sleeping with your yeah. boss's wife. But, and right. then Shauna also had a decision. She chose to cover for her friend. So what they're doing is not right either. Okay. But the demise of Carter and Zoe relationship initiated with Zoe. You started this. You started the fallout of your relationship. You went and, I mean, Zenday and Carter, they weren't the best of friends, but they knew of each other. And you were engaged to this man. And you were doing some serious, heavy flirtation. Got, if if Ridge hadn't stepped in, you would have been butt naked in the pool with Zenday. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, if anything, I'm surprised Shauna or even Carter isn't reminding her, like, wait a minute. I mean, you trying to dig your heels in with what you think is going on with us, but I think you need to take a step back and look at how we got here. Yeah. And maybe she'll take a step back and like, you know what, I, I ain't got a leg to stand on. Who am I to say anything about anything? You know, because, I mean, technically, he's accepting you back with everything that you did to him. Right. Even though she we know why to... he accepted her back, but, you know. Right. Well, go yeah, ahead. I, if I was her, I would I would just accept that he has forgiven me and move on instead of trying to you know, question people about them. And throw warnings <laughs> around and can all. Right. And then Paris had the nerve to do it too. Oh, yeah, she did, didn't she? Paris was like, I got my eye on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They both. Oh and, and this, and I mean, 
Paris is like what, maybe in her early twenties, and you talking about Shauna, who, you know, it's like, and Shauna looked at her like, "Look, girl, who are you talking to?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, this whole thing is just is crazy. It is for sure. Um. I honestly believe that. I'm wondering what's going to blow. What's going to make this thing blow sky high? I think somebody is going to overhear just like I feel like it always happens because they can't stop talking about it. Why is that? Why is it that everybody, I mean, Shauna and and Quinn was talking about it in that other office across the hall. I'm like, are y'all serious right now? And even when um, when Carter and Quinn were talking about it. They were specifically saying, "We can't talk about this at work. We just but need you to standing at work talking about it exactly." <laughs> and they kept going. And it's yeah. like, when are you guys going to actually listen to your own advice? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I um, mean, at, at what point do you, um, you know, at what point do you say, "Okay, we can't talk about this at work," but you're talking about it at work? Yeah. You know, I mean, and you were in Eric and Ridge's office talking about it. Who's to say neither one of them walked in or the doors they heard y'all going? You heard uh, Carter and Quinn talking about, oh, you know, we can't, we can't, nobody should know what we did and all this. And you right there in your husband's office talking about it. Exactly. Girl, that girl, that was some craziness right there. Yeah. So. They both being dumb, and I I think both of them still are are not completely don't want to be done with each other. Mm-mm. Nope, not at all. Not at all. Maybe they'll have another uh, another incident, and they get caught that way. Mm-hmm. What if they do it? What if they have they their other little incident at uh, Forrester? I could see some old stupid stuff like that happening. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, remember, that's how they got busted with the whole thing in Vegas. Who was that? Katie overheard them talking at the house. Wait. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yep. Because Shauna and Quinn was talking about what they did in Vegas, and Katie was over there around the corner listening. So yep, keep talking right. about this in public and see what happened. Right. So one other thing before we move on to the Liam thing. I don't know what the costume design team is doing. Mm-hmm. Why do you keep putting these clothes on Zoe? Why? why? Yes. Did you see somebody posted in the group that the, the dress with the, the dragon snake on dress it? came from yeah. Gucci? Yeah, it was like $2,000. I don't care if it was 20 cents. Those three <laughs> three-headed snakes that was on that thing, I'm like... Girl, <laughs> but then I, I looked at okay, so looking at Hope, she had this off the shoulder dress, right? Yeah, um, Brooke had this little tan dress with the silk type dress, solid color with a belt on or whatever, right? And that was terrible. I mean, but it wasn't outlandish, true, you know what I'm saying? And then when they when they had um. Zoe on there, it's almost like she's in one of these stage plays with these costumes. And it's yeah. like, what are y'all trying to do? 
I mean, if she's trying to be the model or whatever of a fashion house, there are so many other clothes. Yeah, that they can put know, on her without her I, looking I, ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I can't wait to Kiara Barnes go and be on a different show so I can see her actually show her true beauty because I've seen her in other movies. Mm-hmm. Outside of the bold and the beautiful, and the girl is gorgeous. They let she her is. wear her natural when her hair was longer. She mm-hmm. has naturally long, wavy hair. They let her wear her hair. She had on typical, you know, what she, you know, a twenty-year-old would wear, little cute outfits, dresses, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. What they doing on the bold and the beautiful to this particular uh, artist slash actress is terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. It is. I mean, I, even if they let her come on with the way her hair looks now, which is she got it all cut off. Even that, she looks a hundred times better with her hair like that than those wigs that they put on her. I mean, I, I wonder sometimes with Kiara Barnes when they say, hey, go, you know, for this scene, this is what you're going to be wearing. I wanted to, she'd be like, what? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I wonder as well what she thinks about her wardrobe. You know, and granted, she probably looked like, you know what, let me just go and get this over with. I ain't going to be here for much longer. I need to get my paycheck and I'm out the door. You know, I don't know. But I mean, even the way they had her hairstyle this week, I'm like, can you guys please, if you don't know what to do with a lace front wig, hire somebody who do. (laughs) <laughs> you know, she's a hard. beautiful girl and they keep putting stuff on her that just it just don't, the dress that they put on her, it just did not look good. The way that they styled her hair, it, I was like are y'all purposely trying to sabotage this girl? Let her do her. Same thing with Paris, because she had on something with a bunch of alphabets on it on her pants or words yeah, so- or something. I feel yeah, like with Paris, it's a little bit different because I, she came in with that um, kind of mm-hmm. off, not off color, but she came in with kind of a wild style because I think they were trying to um, make her come off as like a, a free spirit type mm-hmm. of character. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, her outfits are a little outlandish and over the top. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's how they tried to make her character appear. With okay. Zoe, she didn't come in like that. Like no, they didn't, didn't have her dressing like that all the time. And then it was like all of a sudden they're putting these crazy, ridiculous, ugly dresses on her. You know what? Yeah, because when she first came in, she was a painter and she was painting something for Wyatt. Remember? Yeah. Yep. And she had her long, flowy hair. She had the accent. You know, yeah, I, I kind of felt like they um, they kind of dressed her with like a bohemian style, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at some, like maybe when it was when she started working at Forrester, or at some point it changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm about I'm about tired of these old crazy dresses too. Yep. Uh, yeah, I was looking at that like, wow, you know, I mean, everybody else, like you say, even though with Brooke, she had, it was a solid tan color dress or outfit or was it a pants and top? I don't know, but it wasn't 
with all these wild designs and colors. And for people who like that, I'm not going to knock you for that. It's just that mm-hmm. so, certain, you know, clothes fit certain people. And so right. in this particular case, it just, it, it just, oh, I don't know. I, all I could see is a thousand comments about all those flowers on her dress. Yeah. I think it was a bunch of tulips or something. I don't, I don't know. I just remember it being awful. Yeah. Again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, I could imagine Kiara's face and they're saying, hey, this is what you're going to wear in this scene. And she look <laughs> at this thing like, why? Do I have to? But do I have to? Can I just put on a regular dress? Right. You know, so anywho. All right. So let's, uh, wait, did you have anything else with the whole Carter, Quinn, Zoe thing? I can't hear you. I don't. Okay. All right. So last but not least, the other piece of this puzzle is Liam, Bill, and Hope. Now, ooh, what did you think about Hope this week once she found out the truth? Um, I will say I was surprised that... I think it was after the visit with Bill mm-hmm. that she kind of she was going back and forth on maybe we shouldn't say anything because yeah, um, is Vinny really worth us losing you? Exactly. I was like, oh, I yeah. never expected that to come out of her mouth. No, <laughs> no, um, because I remember last week in a podcast, I do remember seeing um, with previews or spoilers or whatever little nuggets I dropped that she was going to go off on Bill. Now she kind of did but it wasn't as strong as I thought she was going to go. Yeah I mean she she said to Bill what we've all been saying is you Mm -hmm. basically you turned this into a crime by leaving the scene. Mm -hmm. Um, So I mean she I, I think she I think she went off on him as much as she could. Um, yeah, she told him how she felt. She told him that you know he was wrong for doing it. She put Liam in a a, a terrible situation because she didn't give he didn't give him the choice to to say whether or not he wanted to leave the scene. He forced him to leave the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I I just I didn't expect her to waffle on whether or not Liam should turn himself in, but. I mean, we know Liam and Hope. They may think right now, you know what? We know it wasn't an accident. Um, we know you didn't do it on purpose. So we're just not going to say anything because it's not going to do our family any good. And, mm-hmm. you know, just as long as we know and you know that it wasn't purposely done, then it's right. not worth it. But the more she hears Thomas talk about Vinny, and the more he hears Thomas talk about Vinny, the the guiltier they're going to feel about knowing that they really know what happened and they're keeping that secret from him. So even if they initially decide to not um, to not go to the police, it's not going to last long because their guilt is going to eat at both of them. Yeah, I was just shocked at Hope, though, I because like you said, as it got later in the week, she was like, 
oh my God, what is that going to mean for our family? And what is that going to mean for Spencer Publications? And what is that going to mean for Bill? Because then it's going to take Will, uh, take uh, him from his his son and from Katie and what she's going to do. And all this over Vinny. And she said it like that. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. So while she, I mean, because there's this, I guess, I don't know if I want to call it a moral high ground. Mm-hmm. That they have painted the Hope character and even Liam for 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 pretty much when it comes to the devious dark things that they also put in put on Steffi and, and Thomas. Mm-hmm. You're willing to con- to conceal a crime now, Hope. Yep. Something that you technically would scream bloody murder about if this was on the other side. Yeah, for sure. You know, and the way that they have really, you know, this whole Thomas thing have been, um, he's been villainized by keeping this secret for so long. You talking about trying to cover up a hit and run crime. But right. That's, but that's, it justifies you keeping your family for that versus everybody that was upset at Thomas and even Brooke talking about, eh, you know, I'm not a hundred percent, but I can see him going somewhere. My question is, what is D- mommy dearest going to think when she finds out this too? She's going to try to hide it just like they are. Yep. And she's supposed to find out either next Thursday or Friday. So I saw that in, you know, some of the scoops that's coming up, but yeah, she's supposed to find out, I think late next week. And and which for her, when she finds out, now she's got to keep a secret from Ridge. Mm-hmm. So how is that going to affect their relationship once Ridge finds out that she knew about this secret? Yep. Because I, I can, I'm wondering, is this going to be? Is I don't, I don't see Ridge being a part of this, but I'm wondering if you know, Hope is going to be, Hope and Liam is going to be the one to tell them, or if Bill is going to, because she still defends Bill. Because when Thomas came in that office and was telling them about his interaction, the mm-hmm. look on her face, even though she didn't say much, was like, well, you know, and, and you know, of course, Ridge was going off like, okay, when is Bill never lying? He's always this and that. Yeah. Friend. And Brooke is just like, mm, you know, well, I'm like, Okay, wait. I I really want to see her actions when they find when she find out what what Liam and Bill did. She's gonna make excuses. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what she's gonna do. Yeah, um, just like Hope is doing now. My thing is, she, if you gonna make excuse to cover up that lie and keep that a secret, then you ain't got nothing else to say about Thomas. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, but you know, you know that they're going. She's going to figure out a way to justify. It was an accident. He didn't mean to run him over. He was already dead when they left the scene. There was nothing they could do. She is going to, she is going to look for every reason to justify um, why what they're doing is okay. And she's going to the way she's going to paint it is well, Thomas purposely did what he did. Um, he purposely. Uh, kept the the secret of Beth from us, even though she, he knew that it was hurting, you know, Hope and Liam. Um, what Liam did was an accident. He didn't mean to run over run over Vinny. He didn't, you know, see him come out into the middle of the road, and he was already dead. There was nothing that he can do. So why 
why throw his future away over someone that was that was an accident and it, you know there was mm-hmm. nothing he could do about it. I could see her making all these excuses for for Liam. Yeah. Like she always does. Now the question is how do you excuse what happened after that? Cuz just like you said she could easily say oh it was a mistake, you hit him it was an accident. But mm-hmm. Bill did a lot after that happened, which was to hide evidence, mm-hmm. to send the car overseas to make it unrecognizable. He to... was protecting his son. Oh gosh. You know, yeah. you know that's what she's gonna say. Yeah. He was he was only protecting his son and there was nothing that could be done about that's what happened. True. You know, Liam didn't seek out to to kill Vinny. It was an accident. So he was just protecting his son from uh, ruining his future or, you know, some old crazy mess that she gonna come up with. And you know what, Ridge, at that point, if she does that, Ridge should be so done with her. Mm-hmm. Because number one, you villainized my son for months about a secret, and then you turn around and keep a secret about an actual crime. Right. And then you want to just, if if this is how this goes, and she justified it, and it was a mistake, and he was protecting his son, like you were saying. Yeah, I mean, if then don't say nothing about my son, but at the same time, you keeping it secret. I don't, I need to take a second look at our relationship because now you're also defending your ex. Yep. Because you're defending Bill now. Yeah. So with Brooke. I feel mm-hmm. like it's kind of like, and Adam, I don't, Adam is nowhere near as ruthless and as Bill. as Bill is, but I feel like it's like with Sharon and Adam, where Sharon will always defend things that Adam does. I feel like Brooke will always defend things that Bill does when it mm-hmm. comes to, when it comes to his family. Well, he's just protecting his family. He's just doing what he thought was best. She'll always be like that with him. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I again, we just need to take a look at that. It's yeah. like, okay, you know, what type of relationship that we have that your ex commit a crime and then you justify his behavior and keep that secret from me. Yep. But then when my son do something, then you want to villainize him and Oh, I don't know. I think of it. Maybe he's changed. Bill hasn't changed one iota from the moment he tried to throw Amber over to over that uh, cliff to everything else that has happened. Right. That he's done. But you, is you, you can be cool with him though. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that's always been my gripe with her when it comes to this whole situation with Thomas. And that, you know, that secret with Beth is she, the way she went about the whole thing was like the most horrible. Yes, it it affected her and Hope. Um, But you easily forgive Bill for all of the horrendous things that he's done that have actually put people's lives in danger. Like when he blew up that building with Sally and Liam in it, like you said, throwing Amber off that, well not throwing her off the cliff, but basically letting Amber fall from that cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the incident with Ridge and the helicopter. Like, he has he has orchestrated some of the most heinous things towards people that you love and care about. Mm-hmm. And yet you you have easily forgiven him every time. 
she doesn't hold it. She never holds a, a grudge with Bill, but she has held this grudge with Thomas for how long now? Yeah, uh, it's been a while, what, since 2019? Yeah. And even with Quinn, like, I remember when Eric and Quinn first got together, she couldn't stand Quinn. She tried to do everything that she could to make sure Quinn and Eric didn't get married. But eventually, I feel like for several years, there was no issue there. Like, she, they got along fine until, of course, this thing with Shana came back around, or not came back around, but came up when Shana came into the picture. Then, of course, she went back to not liking Quinn. Mm-hmm. But even with Quinn, she even let a lot of that stuff go for a moment. Yep. But let's not speak about Flo. Oh yeah, yeah, Flo too. But for whatever reason, she keeps wanting to throw all this 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 incident with Beth back in Thomas's face. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't know. I don't know. It, it's yeah. I I was surprised at Hope. You know, and then it. Liam was actually trying to convince Hope that he needed to just go ahead to the cops and she like no I'm yeah. like, wow Yep. I thought she was going to have to do the more of the convincing with him when in actuality toward the end of the week it was the other way around yeah the scene where Thomas brought um, uh, Douglas. Douglas yeah and he was like, you're going to come to my game, right, Liam? You're going to be here when I get back, right, Liam? Yeah. Poor, poor Liam just breaks down when he leaves the, uh, when him and Thomas leave the yep. house. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, you know, um, but like, I do agree with what you said. I honestly believe that if they do keep this a secret, um, that that guilt is going to eat away at them. Yeah, well, for sure. But I do have some some stuff for next week though, which look like it's going to come out. Okay. Well, I'll do it. I'll talk about that in a minute. So, did you have anything else on that? It that you know those two storylines are pretty cut and dry. You know, it's not yeah. like Young and the Restless. It was literally this week, just another week of Bill and Wyatt yelling, <laughs> like mm-hmm. they always do. Yep. And those high intensity conversations. It's like, take it down two notches, please. Right. Um, and then uh, we had another week again of Thomas saying, all I want is for Hope to be happy. Yep. He sure did. Gosh. <laughs> oh, yes, I know, right? It's like, oh. Yeah. So annoying. It's so annoying. You know, and it's like, but I'm wondering if, in fact, Thomas find out that she knew and didn't say anything, is he going to see her differently now? No, I don't think he will. I hope so. Steffi will be back next week, too. So, thank yes. gosh. Thank gosh. <laughs> all right. So, I guess that's all that we have. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, I do have some nuggets for the week of May 31st, but before we get into that, let's do our flip the script. And again, what that is, is um, if you have a particular scene, a storyline that you wish would, could be different, what that would be and how would you change it? So what you got for this week? Um, my Y&R flip is um, that scene with Amanda and Naya and Imani. Mm-hmm. When they caught that attitude that they got with Amanda, mm-hmm. when she you know, was questioning them about um, what she found out, mm-hmm. what her dad was really doing. 
Um, I wish Amanda would have told them, like, look, you guys came to me for um, for this case. So if y'all not going to be honest with me or if y'all are going to give me, you know, attitude when all I'm doing is trying to make sure that we have an airtight case so we can get Sutton off, then you find somebody else to help you. Because mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to put up with the, you know, with the attitudes and the, you guys trying to make me feel guilty about asking questions that need to be asked. Right. Because uh, they, they coming off a little ungrateful right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very much so. Um, and then my bold and beautiful flip was when the scene with Shauna and Zoe, mm-hmm. um, I wish Shauna had told Zoe like what I said earlier. Um, mm-hmm. That I'm not explaining myself to you. If you want to know, or if you want Carter to tell you what his side of the story is when it comes to what went down with us, then that's on him. But you go to him for that. I don't. I don't owe you any explanations for anything that happened between us. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Hold on. Let me shut that off. Um, okay, so my um, Young and the Restless uh, flip the script is this whole thing with Ray and Sharon, and I kind of touched on a little bit. I would, if I was Sharon, and he told me what he was going to be doing in regards to Chelsea, I would be like, you know what, that same energy you gave me toward Adam, let me apply that same pressure to you. Mm-hmm. Stay away from her. Mm-hmm. You know, because how are you, you went through that whole thing about why are you helping Adam? Why are you doing this? And then now Chelsea flip one and make you feel sorry for her. And then you want to become a regular visitor of hers. Nah. Mm-mm. So if you want me to, you wanted me to do one specific thing, I'm going to hold you to that as well. Yeah. Um, and then on um, Bold and the Beautiful. I honestly, I, it was hard because it, it's it. We really didn't have a lot this week. It was just the same old, same old. It's just mm-hmm. that they incorporated two storylines. But if I had to pick one, mm-hmm. it'll probably be hmm, um. Oh, it would probably be me having Liam tell Hope, "Don't change." your morals or whatever you thought to be your morals because of this situation. Mm-hmm. I need to do what I got to do. We need to do the right thing. But you're trying to hold on and keep this a secret. This is not, I mean, I, I was shocked by that when I saw yeah. that. I was too. Yeah. I was not expecting Hope to basically wanted to even not only protect Liam, protect Bill too. Yeah. You know, with this whole thing being worried about Will and Katie. So, yeah, I, I wasn't feeling that scene, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, anywho, that's mine for this week. So, um, before we go, I usually like to give you guys kind of some teasers for the upcoming week. Um, for the Young and the Restless for May 31st, we're going to see a lot on Monday, as I stated earlier. I mean, everything from Victor and Chelsea uh summer and some of the thoughts that she's having right now um adam nick and and victor 
um, the paternity on the heels of the paternity thing. That's a lot on Monday. But the rest of the week, Amanda continues to dig and she finds out even more shocking news about her past. Mm -hmm. Um, Kevin convinces Chloe to do the right thing and come clean about her part in Ray's poisoning. Um, Everything's going to be going so well. We have to wonder what prompts the change of heart when Nick questions his truce with Adam. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I want them to get along. Um, let's Me see. Too. Uh, what else we got? Nick, Nikki now sees the chemistry between Victoria and Ashlyn Locke. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if this guy also is on contract because he's sticking around for a while. Yeah, I, I thought that he was going to end up passing away from his uh, stroke, from the heart, the heart attack. Yeah. yeah, and then um, on Friday it says Ashlyn has a change of heart. It's shocking on two levels. We thought when his mind is made up, he'll you know, Ashlyn has a change of heart about something. Yeah, okay. okay. We'll see what that is. Okay, so that's the young and the restless. Now, for Bold next week, Liam goes to try to talk to Chief Baker, but Bill tries to stop him. That's Monday. Hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Baker listens to Liam's story. So mm-hmm. we do know that that happens. Um, Steffi and the Foresters anticipate the arrival of the new baby. Yay, we get to see some of that. Um, Hope grants Liam forgiveness. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, And then they say, okay, so the Eric Quinn Carter Zoe thing is on the back burner this week. So that's what they're saying. So it seems like we're not going to get a lot of that this week at all, which is, we need Steffi back, so. Yeah, I'm all right with that. And then... It says, devastated hope breaks down the brook about Liam's arrest and Bill's involvement. They said, the question is, her mother is bound to be astonished, but we have to wonder what her take will be. So remember I told I said that she's going to find out the end of next week. So it's like it's going to be next Friday. Okay. Yep. So. That's all One thing that I did see um, next week is Nate and Imani meeting. Mm-hmm. So I wonder... I wonder how far oh that's yeah, I go. did see that. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! So, is Amani going to be sticking around GC for a while? I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing that though. I wouldn't mind seeing Amani and Nate either. Mm-hmm. That would be nice because I was just having, you know, I was thinking about that earlier this week. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was wondering, you know what if she was going to be a lot more on screen i honestly think um, uh the girl that played amani and i i saw her name i just can't remember she's a good actress i think so too she's yeah. definitely a good actress i've never seen her or anything else before but she seemed like she'd been doing this for a while so yeah she's a good actress so okay did you have anything else before we close out um Oh, con- congratulations to Sharon Case and Mark Grossman because they got engaged. No, they did. Yeah. Did they? Yep. What did they post it on Instagram? 
I believe so, yeah. He proposed? Mm-hmm. In oh real life. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so happy about <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. I've been on their page. I follow them both on Instagram. I haven't seen anything. Um, oh, my goodness. I've seen it on sh- social media for sure. I don't know if it was exactly their pages. And I don't think Sharon Case Let's ever see. been married before. I don't oh, really? I don't I, I don't know. I know she's dated a lot, but I don't I don't remember her actually being married before. I could be wrong. I, maybe she has. I'm oh, on her Instagram page. I don't see anything. Yeah, I don't see it on there either. But I saw it um I saw it in my feed earlier this week. Oh like my god. Let me ago. see if it's on Sharon Case and Mark Grossman. I hope so. Because, I mean, I, you know, I'm definitely a fan of, oh, Sharon Case engaged. Let me see. It says, is Sharon Case engaged to my girl Instagram snap with YNR star spark rumors? So, I guess it's a rumor, it's a speculation. Rumor. Oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I saw it Wait. a couple of different times. But yeah, Did you're she right. post a picture with page. a ring or something? She was wearing a ring on her left hand. So that's why people, people were are assuming. assuming. Okay. That's what it is. That they had gotten engaged. I don't know. I would think that they would make a big deal if they did, wouldn't they? I would think so too. You know, especially they have a lot of fandom of theirs. Yeah, nice. I hope that's the case. I'm going to definitely be looking and watching. I hope they, you know, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't see it on either of their pages. but nope. So, yeah, maybe it is just a big rumor because of that ring. Just because of that ring. People, girls, social media go buzz <laughs> crazy over little things. They'll see one thing and be like, yep, mm-hmm, that's yeah. it. Let's say it. You know, so. Um, All right, guys. So it was a great week. Um, enjoy if if you know enjoy your long holiday weekend. Be safe. Um, yes. Again, look out for May thirty first episode. I'm still going to send you that link, Keisha. So look out for okay. that so you can check it out. And mm-hmm. um, other than that, have a great week. We'll look forward to speaking with you on the fifth of June. Um, you know, to recap the thirty first through June fourth. So other than that, be safe, be happy, and be blessed. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong, and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms, such as via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.